Heat want to trade for P.J. Tucker and create a reunion in South Beach? And Jaime Akez Jr. is my rookie of the year. I don't give a shit about those two seven-footers in the Western Conference. Those are the two topics on today's show. I'm Nick Roloff of the Heat Report. Hopefully everyone had a good holidays and a good Christmas. But before we dive into the nuts and bolts of today's show, I want to make sure you are subscribed because we are now past Christmas in the NBA, it's starting to pick up, and especially your Miami Heat. So subscribe for daily Miami Heat news and rumors alongside multiple watch parties per week. And also, don't subscribe for me. Subscribe for our guy, Jaime Hawkins Jr. All right, we'll get to Jaime in just a bit, but I do want to start with the latest trade rumors surrounding your Miami Heat because the latest reports suggest they could want a reunion with P.J. Tucker. And if you remember... Tucker was with Miami just two seasons ago when the Heat had the best record in the Eastern Conference and were a shot away from entering the NBA Finals. But the latest rumors are exactly this, and they do dive and stem from Mark Stein, the NBA insider, because he reported the Heat and Bucks have both expressed a healthy level of admiration for Tucker, who, by the way, he has been seeking more playing time for or a trade from the Los Angeles Clippers. And this is certainly intriguing, in my opinion, because Tucker is such a fascinating NBA player. There's very rare amount of players in our NBA that can really not do much on the stat sheet, but yet make such a massive impact in the win columns. And if you just look at what P.J. Tucker has done this season... Well, it hasn't been much. Ever since he was shipped with his best friend James Harden from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, well, nothing has really happened. And by the way, he's been racking up the DNPs for the Clippers, but in the 12 games he did play before he started this DNP stretch, only 14 minutes, 1.2 points per game. And listen, as I mentioned, he's not a scorer, but 28.6% from the field and 27% from beyond the arc uh, that's definitely going to be a level of concern. But I will kind of give him a break for that stats you just saw on screen because his impact isn't on the stat sheet. He's not going to go score double digits a game and go win you. What will he what will he will do, excuse me there, is he will bring veteran leadership. He will make a massive impact on the defensive end. And he will also be able to mentor some young players in the NBA. P.J. Tucker, there's no surprise that everywhere he goes, teams win. But it is a little bit shocking, in my opinion, to see him racking up DNPs. Because I do think, even at this older age and stage he's in his career, I think he could still play in the NBA. We'll talk more about P.J. and potentially trading for Tucker uh, just a bit, but I want you guys to vote down below. Would you want a trade for PJ Tucker? Type Y for yes, type N for no. I'm making it to today's pinned comment. So let the YouTube ad break play and answer for me down in the comment section. I'll give my answer just on the other side of this break. All right, before I do give my full answer, though, I want to just quickly look back at what PJ Tucker did when he was playing for the Heat in the 305. He averaged eight points a game, five and a half rebounds, two assists, shot 48% from the field and 41.5% from three. Quick little nugget on Tucker, by the way, that field goal percentage and three-point percentage are career highs in a season for Tucker. So he had a best year in his career in Miami. And like I mentioned a little bit earlier in the video, he also helped the Heat 
have the best record in the Eastern Conference when he was starting alongside Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. They were the number one seed, and they were just one Jimmy Butler three away from going to the NBA Finals. As we know, they lost that game seven at home to the Boston Celtics, and that little three still haunts me from the right wing to this day. But if I'm going to be honest, as much as a reunion would be fun, I'm going to say no to a P.J. Tucker trade. And there's a lot of reasons why I think it would make sense, but there's also a lot of reasons why I stay away. And my reasoning why I do not want to trade for P.J. Tucker, well, it's not going to be because of the assets. It would probably only cost salary filler and second-round pick because he is not getting any PT in LAC. But the Heat have enough wings for now. Yes, Caleb Martin did just get hurt on Christmas, has a sprained ankle. We'll see how long he misses. But Jaime Jaquez Jr. has been a revelation for Miami. The rookie 18th overall pick out of UCLA has been nothing short of phenomenal. And with Caleb Martin potentially being injured long-term here, I kind of want Jaquez to fill that starting role. And maybe a P.J. Tucker would happen in February and not right now. But I don't want Tucker to come in and hinder the development of Jaime Jaquez. We also have a guy named Haywood Highsmith who's been in and out of the lineup due to injury, but he provides basically the same role as P.J. Tucker in my opinion. So when you combine the wings Miami already has and Triple J, Caleb Martin, Jimmy, and Haywood Highsmith, I don't really think it's necessary to bring in P.J. Tucker. If this was last season, I'd be all in, but I think we're good right now since Jaquez has been able to step up and fill that small ball for and power forward um, role for Miami. I don't think P.J. Tucker is really that necessary. Coming up, I did tease at the beginning. I want to talk about Jaime Jaquez being my rookie of the year. We'll get to that just in a second, but I do got to show some love to our sponsor on today's show, and that is Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And you could get a hundred dollar first deposit match when you use code CLNS at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. It's daily fantasy made easy, and all you got to do is pick two to six player stat projections and potentially win some money up to 25 times. And I've made a little selection for tonight's NBA loadout. I'm taking more than on Cade Cunningham, 35 and a half points, rebounds, assists. Is today the day the Pistons finally get a win? And I'll roll with the less on Tyrese Halliburton, 24 and a half points. That is going to potentially win three times my money if I hit that tonight. And if I do win, it will just help me build on that $100 I already have thanks to that first deposit match from Prize Picks. So go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. That link and promo code is in the description and comments of today's video. All right, Jaime Jaquez Jr. is my rookie of the year. First of all, I have a little bone to pick with the NBA, and I've had this thought for a long time, ever since Ben Simmons stole the rookie of the year from Donovan Mitchell back in 2016 or 17, whenever it was, I have been so upset with the fact that you are allowed to win rookie of the year, even though it's technically your second year in the league. I get that they had did not play at all in their first season. But it doesn't matter because you're still in the NBA building. You're still going through rehab and training with NBA officials and NBA players. So to me, I don't think you should be classified as a rookie. 
That's my TED Talk, and maybe we expand on that in a different day. But when you look at what Hakez has been able to do this season, it rivals what Victor Wembenyama has done, even if you take Chet Holmgren out of it. 13.5 points a game, 4 rebounds, but the efficiency is what kills me with Hakez, man. 51.5% from the field. In the rookie, the biggest concern for me was his jump shot. 38% from beyond the arc. It is very limited. He just takes over one a game, but still, he's putting up impressive numbers. And one other thing that I love about Hakez, you see that games played number at the top of the screen? 30. You know how many games the Miami Heat have played? Oh yeah, they've played 30 which means Hakez has played in every single game the Heat have played. He is the only player on the Heat roster to do that. And he is just a different breed right now. We have not seen a rookie come in for the Miami Heat that is this polished and able to make this much of a difference right away. I'm being dead serious. We talk about um, Tyler Hero. We talk about Dwayne Wade. Triple J is absolutely different in what he's able to bring to the table is unbelievable. Calmness, patience, and ability to finish through contact against NBA veterans. He's 22 years old bullying guys in the NBA. He looked, Markeith, he looked at Markeith Morris yesterday and said, um, or excuse me, it was Marcus. Marcus Morris, you should not be on my level right now. And by the way, he's been on a different level in the last 17 games. Ever since a lot of people start going in and out of the lineup, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Hero, well, guess what? Hawkeyes picked up the slack. 17 points a game since November 20th. That is also in 17 games. And like I mentioned a little bit earlier, the efficiency, man. 52.5% from the field, 43% from three, and 86% from the free throw line. If he were able to keep this up for the entire season, he would have a 50-40-85 season as a rookie. This guy is impacting winning at the highest level. I mentioned those players for Miami in and out of the lineup, Bam, Tyler, Jimmy. Uh, well, guess what? The Heat are still 18 and 12 in the top half of the Eastern Conference because Hakez has been able to make the difference. And just to further how good he's been lately, if you look at the top rookie scorers in points per game in the month of December, Jaime has already won Rookie of the Month for October, November. Expect him to win it again in the Eastern Conference for December because he leads all rookies, not just in the East, but in the West too. He leads all NBA rookies in points per game in the month of December. The guy is just absolutely unbelievable. He can do it in the mid-range. He can do it in transition. He can do it in the post, in the half-court setting. And we didn't even talk about how good he's been on the defensive side of the ball, too. Two steals last night to go alongside 31 points and 10 rebounds on Christmas. He took over. He was the best player in that game, and that was a game that featured Tyrese Maxey, Tyler Hero, and Bam Adebayo. I'm running out of superlatives for Jaime Hawkeyes, man. He should win Rookie of the Year, and he is the future alongside Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo for this Heat franchise. So if you're like me and want to show some appreciation to Triple J, spam those 11s down in the comment section. I know Jaime, you know, he watches some YouTube too. If he stumbles across this video, make sure he knows that you support him by spamming those 11s down in the comment section.
And make sure you do subscribe to the Heat Report. Because I mentioned earlier in the video, we're going to bring the best content on a daily basis surrounding your Miami Heat with the weekly watch parties. We'll be live on Thursday against the Warriors. And we have videos throughout the week to have you covered outside of the watch parties. Make sure you also follow me on Twitter. Because the best way to stay up to date with Miami Heat news and rumors is to follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Rolf and subscribe to the channel. So if you follow me on this video and just DM me because my DMs are open, 11 or Jaime Jaquez Jr., I'll give you a follow back and I'll see you on the next video.